1: Okay, ladies and gents, boys and girls, happy Friday. TGIF, January the 20th, 2023. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here of the Daily Crow of the Spurs Up Show. Appreciate being a minute or so late. I tried to time it up with my coffee machine, and my Nespresso was taking a little bit longer than I expected. Of course, big candle guy. We got the candle lit. I like just setting the tone. You know what I mean? We got the, once again, the Capricorn candle, the practical goat. You know it. Uh, anyways, appreciate you all tuning in. We are taking your questions, your comments, your calls as well here on this Friday, 843-790-3377. I see Travis Allen, Hunter Kelly, Bruin Nation, GAD, Noah Johns, John Edward. What's going on? Thank you all so much for tuning in. Also, those in the Big Cock Club Discord, head over to the TDC Questions channel. The TDC Questions channel be sure your questions are answered. There. What's going on today? Um, obviously, it is game day eve. South kind of men's basketball will take the court again tomorrow. They will take on the 16th ranked Auburn Tigers. Uh, and if you want to know just how invested I am, I gave a score prediction on the podcast on yesterday's podcast. I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> I got to be honest. I gotta I gotta hit up my guy Reese to get the graphic made. I gotta go back and listen to my own podcast to remember what my score prediction was it was like 82 to 58 or something like that. So I, I don't know. I got to go back, listen, figure that out. But that, uh, that score prediction graphical drop tomorrow. Um, of course, we're keeping things rolling with the baseball content. You see, we got the, we got the Yankee gray, the J on today. We got the Justin smoke. If I could c- turn around and show you somehow I would, but we got the Justin smoke J on today. Love it. Love it. This is, this is such a dope piece. Um, Absolutely love it. That is that is one interview I'd love to get on, Justin Smoke. That's that's my all time favorite yardcock. cock. Um, huge huge fan of Justin Smoke. I also see by the way, just a side note on Twitter, we just hit thirty four thousand followers. So how about that? How about that? We continue to grow on social media. Love it again. Appreciate you guys, uh, your love and your support of. The Spurs Up show, of course, the social media side of things. Social media, of course, extremely important. It's where we house the business, literally. So thank you all so much for continuing to show love and and show that support truly on social media and, and rock with us and engage with the content. It means the absolute world when you guys retweet, when you share, when you do all that good stuff. So again, thank you all so much. Uh, anyways, guys, <clears throat> 843 79033777843790337 Bruin Nations. I can't believe Beamer is carrying recruits to the game. The arena is going to be empty. Well, Bruin Nation, I I just think that's something they do. They're also honoring the football team at halftime, so so maybe that'll be a reason for people to go out, but uh yeah. Um yeah. I I would uh yeah, it, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. I I don't think attendance is going to be All that great. I I know that our friend Brendan M will be there. Uh, You know he had talked about bringing Dalton with him. I don't even think I don't think Dalton wants to go. Maybe Brendan, by the way, can find us an early spread on that Carolina Auburn game. I'd imagine it'll be ugly. But uh, guys, I actually will not be in Columbia. I'm actually heading to Atlanta tomorrow. I don't mind telling you that. I'm heading to Atlanta for the Atlanta Braves Fan Fest. It's some sort of fan fest. My buddy invited me to, and we're going to go to. Go to Atlanta, go to Truist Field, go to the Battery, smoke a cigar at Rocket Patel Cigar Lounge. We're going to have us a day, man. going to be a hell of a time. Of course, I'll have the game on. We'll watch the basketball game. But, uh, yeah, going to have a hell of a time in Atlanta tomorrow. And, um, you know, I, w- I wouldn't consider myself like a like a, a Braves super fan, right? Like I love the game of baseball. I'm a Braves fan by default, obviously. That's my team that I'm going to claim. But I'm not, you know, like my guy P-Doc, obviously. We all know P-Doc, right? above-average Gamecocks. P-Dawk watches every single Mets game. My guy, Alex Cosentino, shout-out to Alex. He watches every single Yankees game. I know people. They watch every game <clears throat> on a night-in, night basis, a night-in, night-out basis. I, I don't do that with the Braves, you know, number one, because I'm I'm busy with the Gamecocks. Number two, I, I just, again, I would not label myself like a Braves super fan. I got other things going on. Um... Uh, I love it. I love it. But here's what happens. Here's what happens is, like, I get super fired up for opening day. I watch the first week or two, right? And, of course, we still have South Carolina going on. So, I'm really more so concerned with that. But I I watch opening day. I watch the first couple of weeks. You get into the summer, and it's just, you know, I understand why baseball's so long, but the, the season's so long. It feels like in June, July, you're just like, I mean, do these games even really count? Like, <laughs> that's how it feels. You know what I mean? That's kind of how it feels. But, uh, you know, it, it does help when the Braves are as good as they are. It gives you more of a reason to keep up with it, no doubt. And uh, I tell myself every year, like, I'm going to watch more games. You know what I mean? But. You know, it's, it's, you get to a point where you're just like, man, there's so many freaking games. And then obviously, when we get like late August, early September, I get back into it. We get closer to the playoff playoff time. Um, But I'm not someone I would say that I'm, I'm, you know, following along for the entire season or anything like that. I mean, I'm, I'm keeping one eye on it, but I'm not like watching every single game. Shout out to those that are. That's a commitment, that's a grind. You gotta really love baseball to do that. And I really love baseball, but again, it's a little bit different dynamic for me because I watch every single South Carolina game. Gad says, if you thought about making jerseys, not really. I don't know, Gad, how we would go about that. It feels like it'd probably be more trouble than it was worth. I don't know, I don't know what kind of jersey we would make, to be honest with you, Gad. I don't know. and M, what's going on? Appreciate you tuning in. My guy I was just telling everybody you will be in the building tomorrow for the South Carolina Auburn game. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you, my guy. No, it, it should be a good time. It'll be a lot of fun. Of course, they're going to honor the football team. Shane Beamer is bringing a ton of recruits, um, bringing a ton of recruits to to the basketball game. And they're going to honor the basketball team and, and honor their accomplishments and everything they did over the course of the season, um, you know, tomorrow at the game. But uh, that's that's probably going to be the only highlight. It's It's going to be tough. I am ready to get hurt again. When it comes to South Carolina basketball, I mean, you could apply that to all the Gamecocks athletics, but South Carolina, I'm ready to get hurt again. I'm ready. <laughs> I am ready to get hurt again. So, anyways, guys, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Whatever you guys want to discuss. Again, a little bit of a slower day today, um, which is fine, because as I've told you all before, you know, a lot of times, days like these is when the when some of the best content you know is is inspired or organically grown because there's, you know, I I do believe and I'll say this, um, you know, we stay so busy twenty four seven and I, and when you when you create the amount of content, the sheer amount of content that we create, you do have to be structured right. Like when you're in football season, right, you can't just go into it blindly. Like we'll just do whatever. You need to have a plan right because there's so much content leading up to the game on Saturday. But I will say, um when there's less going on and you ask anybody this, you ask any content creator or just any, any artist, creator, what have you that uh, you know, when, when you can't be creative or as creative when you're busy, right? It's only in times of stillness that you find true inspiration and creativity and stuff like that. So it's a great opportunity for us. And, and as things slow down just a little bit, it's a great opportunity to maybe try some different things, do some different things, but uh, yeah, continue to bring you guys great content and, and uh, think of different ways that <clears throat> we can, you know, increase value and, and give back to you guys. Because I think a lot of people, I think that's some that's a lot of content creators. I think that's where they miss the mark. It's it's not really about, it's not really about you. You know what I mean? It's about the end consumer. It's it's about you guys. It's about the fans. It's about the people that tune into the shows. about who consume the content, right? I mean that that's who you need to be focused on providing value for, right? Giving the people more of what they want. So. Also, guys, I'm really excited to announce, really excited to announce, it's not an official announcement, but we had the we had the conversation this morning uh, with our friends over at Carona Alehouse. So what's really, really exciting, right, I live in Greenville now, as, as basically all of you know, the women's basketball tournament, the SEC tournament, it is in Greenville this year at Bon Secours Wellness Arena. And let me get into – by the way, let me just touch on I saw Travis Allen ask the question, taking off our garnet glasses. Is our girls entering dynasty mode? Or would you just say Elite? I think dynasty mode, Travis Allen's very fair. On that note, um, the SEC women's basketball tournament is up here in Greenville. And I was taking a look at the schedule this morning, and we were talking with Carolina Alehouse guys. And of course, we've done watch parties with them. We're going to continue to do watch parties. We got the the spring tour that's upcoming. I'm actually firing over, and of course, this weekend I'll probably be in uh in communication with the Big Cock Club Discord a little bit on our suggested dates, a.k.a. Brendan M. telling me when he can make the Greenville outing and when he cannot. Uh, Anyways, uh, I'm sending them over dates this weekend, proposed dates, stuff like that. So over the course of probably starting in mid-February, mid to to later February, running through uh, probably the beginning of April, that is when we will... um, that is when we will partake in the the spring tour, right? The TSUS spring tour. But anyways, anyways, I'm excited to say and announce that we will be doing something here in Greenville at Carolina Alehouse for the SEC Women's Basketball Tournament. I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but we were looking at the schedule. I mean, I think we all agree, right? The Gamecocks are going to be the one seed in that tournament. I, I'd be shocked if they're not. Um, they're going to be the one seed in that tournament. And... Uh, First game for us will be on that Friday, March the 3rd, at noon, right? So what that means is probably no TDC. What we'll probably do is like a watch party or we'll go to the game uh, at Bon Secours. I I think we could also do a watch party downtown Greenville. I'm sure we'll collab with the Greenville Gamecock Club, something like that. Those guys have always been... um, you know, we've they've always been willing to work with us, and I'm and I'm grateful for that. My guy Kemper and the rest of the Greenville Gamecock Club they've always just done an incredible job in regards to all the events they throw and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we want to do a lot of stuff over that weekend. And what's interesting that weekend too, that is the weekend of Carolina Clemson sucks baseball. So that will be a huge weekend in the Upstate because that Friday night baseball game is at Clemson sucks, which I have not decided whether I'll be going to that one or not. Uh, Saturday, the game will be at floor Field in Greenville. So, And that game is going to be at 1 o'clock first pitch. And then, assuming, again, women's basketball wins, which I think it's safe to say or safe to assume we win, we'll play that Saturday at 4.30. So it'll be like back-to-back, right? It'll be back-to-back. So a uh, full day of that. And then Sunday, the championship game, we'll kind of figure that out because baseball does play at 1 o'clock at Founders Park against Sucks in the championship game is a Sunday, I think at like three or something. So we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But either way, I'm really excited. we got a lot of exciting things in the pipeline and looking forward to uh, seeing all you guys. I mean, I I love the tour events. I mean, I I told, I told Ale House this morning, man, I was talking with them, and it's just, to me, it feels like a no brainer, right? It's, it's you guys come out, you show love, show support. It's a great opportunity for us to sell merchandise as well. But You know, I'd say more importantly, just get to shake you guys' hands and and talk Gamecocks and and update you all really on the business, the business side of things and and, and content side of things and everything we got upcoming and promote the brand and promote the business. And, you know, again, I chat with a lot of you. I chat with a lot of you on social media via DMs and you guys show your love and support. But again, I'm still someone I believe in the power of a handshake. I believe in the power of looking someone in the face and saying thank you and showing gratitude and showing love. So it's always a blast, man. And I I can't wait to do it again. I think the spring tour is going to be a massive success. You know, and I was telling them, Hey, if we can, if we can bring people out over the summer when there's nothing going on, like why can't we bring people out over the spring? when We got games and we really got things to look forward to and, and and stuff like that. So um, anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank y'all so much for the continued love and support. Um, let's see. The transfer portal window has closed heading into spring football. Here's a breakdown of the players hit the portal. Gamecocks had 13 players exit via the transfer portal. Texas A&M with the most 25. They had 25 guys hit the portal. Um, let's see. Auburn. Let's see. Transfers signed from SEC programs. Auburn led the way with four. Carolina tied with Ole Miss, LSU, and Georgia with three. Who are the three we added? Trey Knox. God, am I forgetting, like, some very notable people? Wh- who did we add that I'm forgetting? Oh, uh, McKeeska or whatever, the tight end from Florida. I'm trying to not look at y'all's comments because I-, I should know this. Who's the third one? Oh, Jerron Willis. See, I didn't need it. See, I didn't need I didn't need y'all to tell me. I didn't need y'all to tell me. There we go. The three we had was Makiska from Florida, Jerron Willis, and um, Trey Knox. I'm talking only S E C editions. I'm I'm not talking all transfer portal editions. There we go. How about that? How about that? Uh, let's see. Transfers signed from Power 5 programs. Apparently, we had three. I thought we had more than that. It feels like we had more than that. I don't know. Anyways, let's jump to the phone lines here. from
2: awesome. Big, Big Willie. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good, bro. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking what's going on.
2: Yeah, so I was just wondering, um, what do you think about the South Carolina Gamecocks football for next year? Is it a little bit too early to go ahead and say that y'all gonna go six and six again, um, like y'all did a couple years ago, Um, or is it safe to say that y'all gonna go eight and four again, like y'all did last year?
1: Well, my way too early predictions, my guy. I had nine and three, so I'd probably lean more to the eight and four than I would the six and six. <clears throat> I think worst case scenario for Carolina this fall, you know and when I say worst case scenario, right? I mean if everybody got injured, knock on wood they don't, then that changes the, the projection of the season obviously if that's any team. but uh, with this with this group, I think the worst case is probably seven and five. I, I think best case is 10 and two. I think you fall somewhere in the middle of that. eight and four nine and three is probably where I see this team
2: landing. Are you excited for the uh, – I heard that the very, y'all's first game is going to be versus North Carolina. Y'all going to have Drake May mm. versus Spencer Rattler. I mean, uh, th- does that fight th- you? Um, and uh, how do you feel that Spencer Rattler is going to do next year? Do you think he's going to be like he was versus Tennessee and Clemson, or do you think he's going to be like he was in the first half of the season?
1: Um, so I am excited for the matchup, right? Number one. I'm I'm very excited for the matchup. Um, you know, I, I think that's one of the better quarterback matchups I think we'll have on our schedule. You know, Drake May's a fantastic player, and it'll be a tough challenge going up against him, a retooled secondary for Carolina. A lot of talented players, but it's a big year for the defense. It's a big year for Clayton White. Um, so you know, really excited for the game. Yeah, I think it's a great tone setter for Carolina football. You come out the gate, it's a big game for them too, right? And, and what they're trying to accomplish. And, uh, well, and, and to answer your question about Spencer Rattler, what will he be? Uh, he, he better be more so closer to what we saw the final two games versus what we saw the other ten. I mean, listen, I, I you know, I, I, don't, I don't think it's necessarily fair to expect him to play like he did against Tennessee every week. But, uh, you know, we, we've talked a lot about Dowell Loggins and the offense, and, and there's no there's no grace period. You know, there's no grace period for it. you got to hit the ground running. You don't have a choice. You got UNC week one, yeah. You got the layup with Furman week two, but then you go to Athens to take on Georgia, and then you look at the the front half of that schedule, uh, you know, with 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 Tennessee and Mississippi State, and you know, some other tough games. So you you've got to hit the ground running. Spencer Rattler's got to play better, no doubt. You know, we blamed Marcus Satterfield for the majority of the problems, and I, and I think it's fair. You know, I, I think Spencer Rattler was overwhelmed by the offense. He looked confused. It was a discombobulated group, and when they finally simplified things you know, you saw what happened. So, I, uh, you know, I, I, I think Spencer Rattler, I would expect him to play much better. You know, if, if, uh, if I thought he was going to play like he did in 10 of the 12 games in 2022, I'd, I probably wouldn't even want him to be the starter, to be honest with you. So, no, I'm expecting him to be much better. He's got to be better. And uh, there's certainly a lot of pressure on him to be better this year.
2: Now, do y'all have any transfers coming in to South Carolina? Um, and if y'all do, who are you most excited for? To uh, see um, coming into the Carolina football next year.
1: In regards to the recruiting class, you said the tra- oh the, transfer, the transfer, portal. Portal. transfer portal, transfer portal. Yeah, I think Jaron Willis, the old Miss transfer. I think he's going to be an immediate day one impact player. Uh, we need the we we need the help at the linebacker position, right? So I think he's going to start off the jump. Was a highly regarded player uh, in recruiting, four star, right? So. I think, uh, you know, I think he'll be an impact guy. I think Trey Knox, obviously, at tight end. You know, I, I think that, uh, you know, you lose Jaheim Bell, but you pick up Trey Knox, I, I think, without a doubt. Um, that is – I think he fills that role very well. I think he'll be even better at the tight end position than I think Jaheim Bell was. Um, you know, outside of that, the guy from Yale, his, his name slips my mind right now, but I think he'll, he'll make an impact on the offensive line, was a great player for them. It's certainly a transition from that level to the SEC level, but I, I think he will provide great depth. Um, you know, I think you look at uh, – who else? You know, the, the transfer tight end. You, pick, you picked up plenty of tight ends, right? The transfer tight end from Florida. I think Mario Anderson Jr. from Newberry – uh, you know, there's some interesting guys. I mean, the big win over this cycle was getting Rattler and Wells back, right? I, I I don't think you quite, I don't think you quite made the, the major splash in the portal that you made a season ago. But I mean, th- there was just no way you were going to top that, right? Like I, I saw something. I think it was 24/7 Sports labeled South Carolina as one of the losers of the portal. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily disagree. I I think it's because you look at who you brought in, and you brought in some capable players, but you lose Jaheem Bell, you lose Marshawn Lloyd, you lose Gilbert Edmond, you lose Jordan Birch, right? We we saw the negative side of the transfer portal for South Carolina this year, but after last year, when you brought in against Spencer Rattler, Juice Wells, you, you just weren't going to top that, right? You, you most likely were not going to top that, and getting them back was the biggest win of the offseason, I'd say, for damn near any team in college football, so – Um, All in all, I think the Gamecocks did well in the portal. You know, I think they'll have better years in the portal. I think Shane Beaver, the good news, he's going to continue to attack the portal. And I think, unfortunately, you probably did miss on a couple of guys that you wanted to sign. But all in all, I've got no issues with it. And, again, I think you did add a couple of impact guys led by guys like Trey Knox on the offensive side and Jerron Willis on the defensive
2: side. Uh, Thank you for taking my call, and I appreciate you answering
1: my question. Yeah, man. Hey, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. And uh, for those of you asking, for those of you asking, Big Willie's a Georgia fan, actually. He's he's called in before and he's called in before and, and, and trolled the show and all that. But you know
3: what? I, uh, you know. Yeah, so. Anyways. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven. Great questions, honestly. Great questions, truly great questions. Um, yeah, really good stuff. So,
1: anything exciting happening in the world of sports this weekend? Anything? I am playing a lot more golf these days. Also, a lot of fun playing a. My bad, guys. That wasn't even the hackers. That was me. I was trying to change change windows and uh, went off the screen. Here we go. Let's jump back to the phone lines. Call from... Hunter. Hunter, what's going on, my guy? How are you? I'm good, man. What's you? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking.
2: What's up? Uh, yeah, so can you explain to me uh, what,
4: like, these odds are? Like, um, so you know how, you know how, like, uh, this, you know, Gamecock baseball has, like, plus 20,000 odds to win the I guess, like the World Series or something. Or not the World Series, but, like, Series. The, the College World Series, series yes. Um,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, can you explain
4: me, like, what the odds are, like, what it means, or,
2: you know, if it's good or bad? Or, cause I have no idea what that means.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, number one, it's really hard to create odds. I mean, I saw people freaking out on Facebook about it. And, like, listen, it's really hard to create odds – Around college right. baseball, or just baseball in general, but college baseball especially. What it means, though, if you bet a hundred dollars on the Gamecocks to win the College World Series, hundred dollars, and right. they win, you'll win twenty grand. That's pretty okay. good, right? right? That's pretty good. Yeah, hundred dollars wins you twenty grand. Now, what that means is, though, is like, what are the odds of them winning it? It's a long shot. But I mean. LSU's the favorite. They're oh, at like okay. they're at like plus three fifty here. I got my my buddy Ben upped in here. Here, I'll give you some of the best SEC odds here. Here we go. LSU's plus five hundred. Tennessee's plus six hundred. Ole Miss plus twelve hundred. Arkansas plus fourteen hundred. Vanderbilt plus fifteen hundred. Florida plus eighteen hundred. Texas A&M plus two thousand. Then you go into, who's the next SEC team? Mississippi State, plus 6,000, which is really interesting. Um, The one I don't agree with, Clemson, somehow, is plus 10,000, and we're plus 20,000. But, I mean, dude, it's, it's it's you know, other teams with plus 20,000 odds. Liberty, Michigan, Arizona State, UC Irvine, Baylor, San Diego, Louisiana Lafayette, Georgia Southern, La Tech, Kentucky, uh, Southern Cows, plus 30,000. I mean, dude, it's, but it's, it's, you know they're they're making odds, right? But I mean, it doesn't really mean a right. whole lot. It doesn't mean a whole lot. So.
4: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I I've seen it, I've seen it everywhere where you, not, you you post it all the time. Sometimes, um, and I right. have seen the football where we were like four hundred out of one odds, and I was like, I, I have no idea if that's a good thing or not. I tried looking up on Google, but well, Google obviously doesn't give me shit. So. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, it's it's DraftKings is where you can find the odds, though. DraftKings,
4: okay. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate it. I didn't want to take up your time. No, no,
1: you're good, my guy. That's a that's a very fair question. Very fair.
4: Yeah. yeah no, I appreciate it, though.
1: Yeah, man. Appreciate you. Thanks so much for the call. No
0: problem. problem.
1: Great stuff from Hunter, as always. Great stuff from Hunter, as always. Eight four three seven Let's
3: see. Anything on Jeff Coat? No, nothing on Jeff Coat. Nothing on Jeff
1: Coat. Nothing on Trajan Jeff Coat. So I've heard nothing. I'll have to text JC. Sounds like it's not uh, it's not necessarily good news, but, uh, yeah, so. Let's see. Ronnie Pace, speaking of golf, let's get a foursome together. I I, I actually was at the range yesterday, and I got to interview at four today. If
3: I didn't, I'd probably go hit some balls, to be honest with you. I might still go hit some balls. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. <clears throat>
1: let's see. Again guys, pre- let's see. Uh Elizabeth Ballard says if you ever have a chance you should try to play the Cliffs course near North Greenville. Okay, I will keep that in mind. Oh yeah, NFL's this weekend too. I forgot about that. NFL is this weekend. Yep. Big NFL weekend with the playoffs, stuff like that. So Guys, again just a quick reminder, tsus.store uh new merchandise has hit the store. Be sure to check it out. T-S-U-S dot store. We've got Yardcox merch, the Beamer Rattler 23 merch. It's funny, too, how people, like, they wait, right? I mean, I it, it's it, – pe- people wait until we get as close to football season as possible, right, before they buy the merch. So, um, but it's all good. So, I tell you what, Beamer Rattler 2023 would look dope on a towel, wouldn't it? Just an idea. Just an idea would look dope, Jeff Gullard, You're going to Vegas in two weeks. Yeah, why not put a hundred on the Gamecocks? Why not, dude? You don't. You don't even have to go to Vegas. <clears throat> you can just do it on the DraftKings app. By the way, check out uh, check out Girls in the Game podcast. Girls in the game. We did an interview with them. Really appreciate them having me on. Uh,
3: really, really fun stuff. Really fun stuff. Appreciate them,
1: Jonathan Lee. What's the story, Chris? Um, you know, I'm not going to go into full details. Number one, because I don't really know, like. I, I kind of know. I can tell you this, Jonathan Lee. It's it's off field issues from uh, his time at Mizzou that. Uh, I guess is, is raising a red flag. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My friend,
3: it's, it's, it's silly. It is. It's unfortunate. It's silly. It's, it's so.
1: But uh, it's all field issues. It, It has
3: nothing to do with his, with his grades or anything like that. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with his grades or anything.
1: Chase says we got to find a new jumbotron towel guy. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a, that's a good point. That's a good point, my guy. Hey, all we got's all we need, Chase. All we got's all we need, my guy. So, all we got's all we need. Hunter Kelly says you're pulling for the Jags. Don't want the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. You're pulling for Trevor Lawrence. Okay, I I, I don't really care who wins, man. I'll be honest with you. I'm not pulling for anybody. Just be totally honest. Uh. Yeah, Jeff Gola again, I don't know the full story of why it would be a big deal. I don't understand why it would be something that would hold him back. I I don't I don't know the I don't know procedures, I don't know the process. I don't
3: I don't know why or how that all works. I don't know. So I have no idea. I don't know what the deal is with Jeff Cody. And we talked with JC
1: Sherbert about that yesterday. I don't know. Here's something y'all can help me out with, though. This is a complete side note. Um, I have not had any barbecue since I've gotten to Greenville. Does anybody have any good suggestions? I know my guy Chase. Somebody's got to have something. What's the barbecue spots, right? I, I miss Palmetto Pig in Columbia. I ain't going to lie to you. I miss my folks over at Palmetto Pig. What y'all got? What, what are the go-to barbecue spots in Greenville? And, like, you know, don't tell me home team. Don't you dare tell me home team. Give me some, like, 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 like the, like the, the hole in the wall. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the, the spots. You know what I mean? Like the real spots. So if anybody, okay. So there's two votes now. Two votes for SBH on Pelham. Coach Ford and Gad have said that. Yeah, it says Bucky's is good also.
3: Look <laughs> at that picture of Dalton. Love that.
1: Yeah, I just I, I, I realized that the other day. I was like, I have not had barbecue since I've since I've been in Greenville. I literally have not had a single I haven't been to a single barbecue place since I moved here. Anyways, let's jump to the phone lines. Call from awesome. Robbie Davis, Zachby Hall of Famer. Tick. Robbie, what's going on, my guy? How are you?
4: I'm all right. I I hate moving, bro. I hate moving with a
3: passion. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not fun, my guy. It's oh, not, I hate it. it, so it yeah. It's, it's not fun at all. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm I don't. I don't know
1: if I've ever met anybody. I don't know if I've ever met anybody uh, that enjoyed moving.
2: So,
4: if I ever meet somebody that says they enjoy moving, I'm going to question their sanity. Okay, I'm just saying because I because. I'm basically done packing. I just gotta figure out what I want to keep and what I don't want to keep. What like, it's 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 irritating as shit. I hate I hate it.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: I I feel I'd rather be I feel for you, my guy. dealing with
4: this. That's how much I hate it.
1: Yeah, I feel for you, my guy.
4: <laughs> but uh, no. See, if I wasn't moving tomorrow, see, I would say move yourself to Orangeburg and we go to Whitman Street. In Orangeburg.
1: All right. Oh, in Orangeburg. But I'm moving. Right.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, Robbie, I'll actually be in Atlanta tomorrow, my guy. I don't know if you saw that, but.
4: uh... You going to the ATL?
1: Yeah, we're going to Braves, Fan Fest, Fan Day, whatever the heck it is. Nice. So. Nice, nice.
4: Well, shocker, the girls beat the crap out of Vanderbilt.
1: Yeah, I remember going and watching them uh, play Vandy in person last year, and it was a—they just bullied them. So I, I kind of expected that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, now it's feels good to be good, my guy. It's uh, truly they are the definition. Like, early of
4: on, though, early on though, I got kind of a little scared because they were like crowding the paint and getting mm-hmm. rebounds, and I was like, why am I worried? Eventually, our height is going to take over, and we're going to beat them like a drum. Mm-hmm. So why am I worried? And then lo and behold, the second quarter comes around and we just put our foot on their throat and say, forget this. We're going to beat your ass.
3: <laughs> Indeed. But
4: um, my plan for this coming football season, by the way, okay, What's your is plan? to somehow – by some miracle of the good Lord, if I wind up going to some games this year and you're going, I'm going to figure out a way to show up and surprise you by me wearing your merch. Come Hades or high water.
1: Come Hades or high water, my I love that. I appreciate you, Robbie. I appreciate you.
4: <laughs> and like I, like I've always said, Rather, if I have merch or not, you got my support from 100%. So.
1: I know I do, Robbie. I, pre- I appreciate I, honestly, you. I appreciate
3: you. And,
4: and on the Jeff Coat note, I feel, I feel sorry for him. I'm got, I've gotten to the point where I feel sorry for him that he's got to go through all this mess. And just judging from what I've heard you say and what I've heard other people say, he's ready to get the heck out
1: of Missouri. And I don't blame him. You ever been to Missouri? Ain't shit there.
4: I <laughs> I I've, I've, I've been through Missouri, but I've never been to Missouri.
1: Yeah, it's uh not a whole lot, my guy. <laughs> not a whole lot.
4: So uh and um Quick question: Do the guys play today, or do
1: they play? The, they don't play till tomorrow, right? Um, or do they play today? I can't remember. The guys play tomorrow, uh, like a three thirty tip okay. off or something that's like that. What I thought. Yeah, I mean we're gonna get killed, but yeah. Um,
4: <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be ugly. It'll be it'll be a crap show.
1: Let's see. Yeah, three thirty
3: tip off on a SEC network. So, but uh. And I found
4: something that I've been looking for forever. I found my old Carolina jersey, the number 11, like 2010 jersey that I've been trying to find for who knows how long. Mm -hmm. And it's been under my bed in a basket for like two years.
2: So I'm eventually
4: going to rock it because I loved watching Kenny McKinley play.
1: Yeah. That oh,
4: yeah, dude, R.I.P. R.I.P. indeed, That dude man. was incredible. Mm-hmm. And I'm really curious for this coming football season to see who becomes our starting running back.
1: Yeah, we, uh, you know, I, I think, I re- yeah.
4: Selfishly, I would love to see. Selfishly, I would love to see um, what's his name? Dumb. I can never the remember Lossier his Carroll? name. Yeah, him. Yeah, I I really hope he plays a lot this year and mm-hmm. shows what he wanted to show in the bowl game. And if he's as good as advertised, we're going to have ourselves a, hopefully a decent running game. If we got if we got the offensive line to block. Yeah. Right. I think Beamer's doing the right thing. Getting the guys, the defensive linemen, the defensive ends, mm-hmm. uh, the defensive ends, defense tackles, and getting the big uglies up front for the offensive line because the offense can't go nowhere without those guys. Right. Having an offense is pointless if you ain't got an offensive line.
2: <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think it would be, I think it would be wise to go add probably one more guy from the portal at the running back position. I mean, maybe they're just really high on Dontavious Braswell. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I try to not think about it, but it still is baffling about the whole Lloyd thing. But that's that's done and over with. Um, so you know, I, I think there are guys out there you could go add, and and I, I think it'd be wise to do so because. You know, I mean, I think Mario Anderson Jr. from Newberry is a fun story. Will he actually be a good player at the SEC level? I have no idea. Uh, Lavasserie Carroll, we have high hopes for. <clears throat> you know, I, I don't know what he's going to be. Is he is he ready to be? Uh, you know, is is he ready to be the guy, the the, the dude? Yeah, RB one. Uh, yeah, you know, Juju McDowell. I don't think the a twenty twenty five carry a game guy. He's not necessarily a, a the bell cow running back. So. No,
4: yeah, he, I, I agree. He's not a <clears throat> yeah. he's not a he's not a workhorse. He's more of a get the short yardage kind of guy. Yeah, in my opinion, that's what I that's what I see whenever he runs the football. Like he's more of a I'm if it's third and one, give it, let it out, let him get it. Yeah, but I feel like we need a <clears throat> oh, we need a running back that not only has the power to get a third and one, but heck, but has the has. The tendency to get big runs because the last couple of years, we have not had a very good running game. We've had a good running game, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't good enough. Mm
3: -hmm. Indeed.
4: And I think if we can get the right guys that fit
3: Loggins'
4: system, I think this offense can do something because whenever you hit rock bottom there's only one way to go and that's up
2: so we'll indeed. have to wait and see indeed
4: all right man i'm gonna finish up doing all this crap because i'm ready to get this over with and
1: get the what's out uh of what's for lunch what's for lunch for robbie davis today
4: well, my dad's going to be getting off at 4, so I'm definitely going to go get me some Duke's Barbecue because I might not be able to go get any tomorrow since I'm moving and leaving tomorrow. So if he gets off at 4, like he's hoping, we're going to Duke's Barbecue.
1: So you're not eating lunch until 4 o'clock?
4: Well, I'm not going to eat until 4 o'clock because starters, I'm not really that hungry right now. And so if I have to, I'll wait till 4 o'clock. I don't care.
1: Okay, you're going to have an appetite ready for some barbecue, my guy. That's for sure.
4: The goal is to eat two plates. That's the goal. Look at you. At it,
1: baby. Live your best life, Robbie. I love that.
4: <clears throat> hey, I try to every day, my guy. I try to every day. All right, buddy. I'm going to go ahead and jump over here. You have a safe trip to the ATL. And as always, Clemson sucks and leave the stupid stuff to me.
1: I will indeed do so, Robbie. I appreciate you. You too, buddy. I am. Bye bye. We'll talk soon. Appreciate you. Take care. Great stuff from Robbie Davis. As always, wait until four o'clock to eat. That's I mean, I've done that before, but bold, bold. Uh guys, we've hit 1243. Let's go ahead and jump into our first break of the day on the other side. Though, I want to continue to hear from you more of your questions, your comments, your calls, and more. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls. 843 790 3377. That is 843 790 3377. Jeff Gullich is kind of off subject. Did you see the mountain lion Derek Wolf killed in Colorado? That sucker was huge. I did not see that, my guy. Uh, David Barnes says between Juice Dak, Xavier Laguette, and Amarian Brown, our wide receiver room is promising. We need to be build some depth behind them. Yeah, you need guys like Landon Sampson, Omega Blake. Uh, if Bakari Swain plays offense, which I think he will. You need some young guys to step up, though. I mean, realistically, um, you need Leggett to come into his own and, and be a, a week-in, week-out contributor. I think we all obviously are confident that Juice Wells is going to be an impact guy for us the entire season. Uh, but definitely, I think if you can add one or two more pieces in the receiver room, that that would be ideal. Let's jump back to the full lines here. Call
5: from
1: Will from Dirty Myrtle. Will, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, my guy? I'm doing pretty good. Chilling, man. Chilling. I appreciate you asking. What's going on?
4: Uh, so, do you know anything about Eddie Lewis? Have you heard anything about the Because When does the transfer portal close? Is it today or tomorrow? So, or it
1: clo- no, it closed. Uh, I think two days ago. So, or maybe yesterday. Maybe yes. Yeah, yesterday it closed. Yesterday. It closed. Yesterday. Yeah. Okay, so-, so nobody else can come until after stream. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. As far as I understand, I don't think so. So. Because he was visiting, I think this past weekend, right?
2: Yes, I believe. The yeah, kid he, from Memphis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but um, yeah, I was
4: wondering. I just didn't know if there was. So, there's no chance for us to get any more transfers. So I
1: yeah, I, I don't think so. Okay. I, I think it's closed up now. Which, which is, which is, I tell you, which is uh you know interesting i'm i'm kind of surprised nobody from our quarterback room hit the portal i you know i'm not saying that I'm, i mean i'm glad they're all still here but it is it is kind of surprising i i think though you will see not just with us but across college football obviously i mean you know the, the transfer portal gets hot after the spring when guys kind of understand where they fall on the depth chart and realistic opportunities to play and they kind of see all the additions right and like um
4: yeah
3: so Anyways,
4: yeah, and I mean, I'm really surprised Gothier hadn't transferred out yet. I mean, because there's just no chance for that kid to play. I mean, I like the kid, nothing against him, but I yeah. just don't see him ever getting a snap that's not going to line on any meaningful one, at
1: least. Yeah, yeah. maybe
4: I guess after the screen.
1: Well, you never know. You that's never know right. what guys' situations are, or why they they stick around or they leave or whatever. So, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I'm glad he's a gamecock, but. Yeah, it'll be interesting because I, I think we still there's still there's still some things we need to address. You know, I think running back, I think receiver, I think linebacker, edge guys, defensive end. You know, I mean, I, I think. But the good news is, is Beamer's – You know, he's shown obviously his track record. If he can go out there and, and land somebody, and they're going to attack the portal. So you know, I'm, I'm excited for it. But uh, yeah, right now it's closed, my guy. So I don't know exactly what. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah,
4: well, hopefully we can add a couple more because, like you said, I mean, we do have quite a few holes, especially on the line of training on both sides mm-hmm. that we need to address. And uh, also, at cornerback, I don't really – we're going to really have to replace a lot there as well. Um, mm-hmm. But, anyway, all right. That's why I was calling in. I just wasn't sure I knew that we had some officials this weekend to visit. Yeah.
1: So
4: I didn't know if that was still in play or not, but I guess not. Mm-hmm. All righty. Right, I appreciate it, buddy. hop right, off.
1: Hey, Will, I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much Bye. for the call. Great stuff. Great stuff from my guy, Will, from Dirty Myrtle. Uh, Let's see. So, my guy, Chase, I'm going to expose you, Chase, in the Big Cock Club Discord, TDC Questions channel. He loves to drop polls during the breaks, and the poll he just dropped, what does Chris do during the breaks? These are his options. Got a peeing problem? Eats snacks? FaceTimes his girl? Retweets P-Doc? Drugs? or questions why he takes our calls. <laughs> why is there not a seven, all the above? Chase, I mean, I just, you know, why is there not an all the above answer? So, that's hilarious. I, I'm, the fact you came up with six different scenarios is, is pretty impressive, I got to say. It's pretty impressive. Guys, by the way, just a quick update. There is a good Good chance, high chance, that I will be at the South Carolina LSU women's basketball game on February the 12th. Now, why do I bring up that game specifically? Because that will be a great game, right? I think LSU is ranked. I'd have to look at the AP poll. But LSU is ranked pretty high. They're very good. Uh, Of course, we're number one. So, that'll be a fun game to go to. Sunday, February the 12th. Be a lot of fun. Anyways, guys, again, 843-790. <clears throat> 3377. What do y'all got? What do y'all got here on this uh, here on this Friday? TGIF. Uh, we dropped the <clears throat> and we're going to continue to do these guys. We, you know, we every sport, I like to drop our full breakdowns of the roster, stuff like that. So today. I dropped all the right, the yardcocks right-handed pitchers uh, on tomorrow probably tomorrow uh, or maybe Sunday I'll drop the left-handed pitchers and then we'll drop full position breakdowns as we do the position unit preview series. But really excited for that. Check out the podcast it dropped yesterday in case you missed it. Um, I got to look and see. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not exactly sure what position we will drop. Monday, maybe catchers, might be catchers,
3: so, might be catchers, so, (laughs) yeah, so, anyways,
1: guys, really excited, again, looking forward to, looking forward to, Opening day, getting out to Founders Park. I have not made the decision yet whether I'll be at opening day or not. Um, Again, a lot of that has to do with, you know, we're going to put together this spring tour schedule. And so what I'm thinking about doing is being in, like, we, we might start it out, Columbia, being at the Harbison location that Thursday. And then the next day, going to opening day. Austin Greer says how are we ranked? LMAO. Well Austin, we do have good players, believe it or not. I know that you scoff at that and laugh at that, but we do have good baseball players. Um you look at the guys we added through the portal I and mean, we got one of the best pitching staffs Austin in the league, bottom line. Uh so that's and that's really not up for debate. So we we've, we've got a fantastic pitching staff. The guys you added through the portal are are, are going to be massive boost to your bullpen. Um yeah, I mean, you know, some, some of the sticks you added. So, we, we've got good players. If we, if we Listen, Austin, if we don't win this year, if we don't win this year, it ain't because we don't have talent. And that's what bothers people. And it should bother people. It absolutely should bother people. That's why I was so bothered last year. If you go below 500, it ain't because you don't have good players. And Austin, yes, Carolina was 13th or whatever the hell they were in the SEC last year, had a miserable year. But Austin, I think what you also have to remember, that's the beauty of baseball. Like it, it, it's it's not, you know look at look at Austin, look at Texas A&M last year. went from 9 and 21 in league play in 2021 to they were a top eight national seed a season ago. So I mean you just you never know in baseball because the margin is so small, the difference between being a 10 and 20 SEC ball club and a 15 and 15 SEC ball club and a, and a 20 and 10 SEC ball club, the margins are very small, right? So, and I'm not trying to pump you up and, and tell you that we're gonna we're gonna win the College World Series this year. But I like to think that we're, we can't be a good ball club this year. I think is inaccurate. I think we've got a we've got talent. We've got a lot of talent. Um, am I concerned about the hitting? Yes, absolutely. I'm concerned about the hitting. Um, no doubt. I mean, because because as optimistic as I am, and, and I and I I'll tell you this, guys. I, I admittedly have a soft spot for the yardcocks. I love counter baseball. I want us to be good so badly. And also too, I, I think there's so much more again in football, it's like, you know, if, if you don't have the size, the speed, the stars, the personnel, you're behind the eight ball, right? Like you don't have much of a chance, right? But when when you're at South Carolina, that that's that's not a problem. You you have the talent, right? You have the talent. You do. Um you're not at a talent deficiency. So I want to believe we're going to be good. But realistically, realistically, you know, I think we added a lot of good players, but we've never hit under Kingston. We've just never hit under Mark Kingston. So I come into this season like, let me put it to you this way. This is where I stand on the yard for the 2023 season. My expectations have not changed. The expectation for South Carolina baseball it is what it is. The expectations are high as they should be, right? My hopes for Carolina baseball are high as they should be each and every single year. Now, my prediction for the season, as you will see, will probably air more on the conservative side. Because I just, I need to see us swing the bat. I, I need to see us be consistent at the plate. I need to see that because we've never done it under Kingston outside of outside of when he had Chad Holbrook's roster that's the only time we've done it Mark Kingston has never taken a ball club of his of his own and hit worth a damn right I mean 2021 we lived and died by the home run we we got away with it a little bit we still didn't hit consistently enough We still weren't consistent swinging the stick. So, listen, if you've got concerns about this this ball club and this team and Mark Kingston, a Mark Kingston coach team, you're justified. You're absolutely justified. And I'll talk about it more as we get closer to opening day, but Mark Kingston's job security and and those issues, that's certainly a storyline in this season. Hell, I'm talking to Aaron Fitt this afternoon about the season and about you know, I, I'm very, listen, I'm very curious and intrigued to hear from Aaron Fitt about they ranked Carolina 23rd. To your point, Austin, I was surprised to see us in the top 25. I think that really goes to show how highly they think of our, our transfers and the guys that we brought in. I think that that really speaks volumes, right? I think that speaks loudly. But I'm very curious and intrigued to hear about their thoughts on on the state of Carolina baseball and Mark Kingston and, you know, because you 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 can, you know, I am someone I believe in setting very fair and realistic expectations, but the expectations at Carolina baseball they they should be very high, very high, right? They should be very high. Like I I don't like this whole you know unreasonable expectation. No, no, they should be high. Absolutely. I mean, even Chad Holbrook, as much as I like Coach Holbrook, you missed the postseason two out of three years. Sorry. I mean, it, it's just unacceptable. It's unacceptable. It's flat-out unacceptable. So, um, I'm curious to hear what he's got to say about, about Mark Kingston, about this year's team. And, again, they're obviously high on the game, Gamecocks. I, I think they've equated... They have equated South Carolina to, like, this year's Texas A&M, which if you, don't, if you don't know what I mean by that, last year, Texas A&M, they load up on portal, portal players, and they go from being, again, 9-21 in SEC play the year prior to a top eight national seed and making Omaha. So, um, you know, I, and we'd obviously all love to see that be the result for the Gamecocks. We'd,
3: we'd love to see that. So, uh, let's see. Austin
1: Gregory says, which three players are you most excited to see swing the stick this year? I'm excited to see Braylon Wimmer, right? I'm excited to see his, his year. Uh Gavin Cassis, the transfer first baseman, if he can stay healthy, right? If if that if he can stay healthy, I'm really pumped to see him. And uh I'd probably say outside
3: of that, hmm. I don't know. That's that's a great question.
1: Yeah, I think Cassis is who I'm excited to see from the from the transfers, no doubt. Ethan Petrie, I'm also excited to see. True freshman. True freshman. I think at the hot corner, I think he he could be a guy that plays a lot for you as well. They're really high on him. So um we got capable guys, man. We we we've got we've got good sticks. We we do. Um we've got guys that have had success at their previous stops. It's just about being more consistent. That that's that's all it comes down to. It's about being more consistent, and that's what that's what we've we've struggled so mightily with over the last couple of years. So
3: gotta find a way to be more consistent, man. Gotta find a way to be more consistent. So let's see. Again, guys, 843-790-3377.
1: Madison says, we'll have to beat Arkansas Sunday. They gave LSU a hard time, came back and tied, then led and only lost by three in a seconds uh, seconds matter game. A must-watch game for your fan of Women's Basketball Sunday. Yeah, big game, big game. Big game for Don Staley's squad, no doubt, no doubt. I can tell a lot of you have taken an early weekend just based off of the crowd we got tuned in. Uh, no nah, I appreciate all those that are tuned in today thank you all so much I know things have slowed down a little bit but I, it, it's funny again i was I was talking with the uh, the Carolina illhouse folks and I've talked with others and you know it's kind of nice it, it's kind of nice people ask me all the time you know about about baseball and you know i i I love football season for the madness for the chaos for the you know because what it means for content and for business and stuff like that but I do love the – you know, baseball is still intense. I mean, I, especially for me. I, I I get into it. But I do love sort of the laid-back nature of it. I, I really do. I, I love that, you know, it's, it's, it's more of a marathon, not a sprint. Um, and that, you know, like this month we're able to kind of take a breath. You know, the Christmas rush was real. But, uh, yeah, so – Austin Gregory, do you sell Yardcox towels? I have not. No, I. I you know, the only towels I've ever sold uh, have been Beamer Ball towels. So, I mean, I guess Yardcox towels could be a thing. Could. Maybe.
3: We'll, we'll look into that. We'll look into that.
1: Joey eighty, have you been keeping up with what Coach Prime is doing out in Colorado? I think even if I didn't want to, Joey eighty, it's it's hard not to because it's all over social media. Yeah, I saw they, I saw they flipped that uh, what that defensive back or whatever,
3: they flipped him. So good on him, I guess. Good on him. I mean, listen, Coach Prime is uh.
1: Coach Prime's doing big things.
5: Let's see.
3: Uh, Madison, can you
1: sell shirts like the one you have on? Put a TSUS logo on the other sleeve. Well, so this is a this is a jersey, Madison. This is a jersey. So I I, I don't really... I mean, I'm sure I could find a site that would do it, but I don't have the capabilities right now to make baseball jerseys. Um, so. Jeff Gulledge, do your, during your playing days, were you one of the guys who cared where you hit in the lineup? Well, Jeff, I was a pitcher, so I didn't hit. I, I didn't really hit. In high school, I would hit, um... But, uh, yeah. Austin, Gregory, Chris, why are you this – is, this is a Carolina baseball jersey, Austin. Carolina baseball jersey. It's just got the Under Armour logo on it, which you can tell, by the way. It, you can tell that this was made in China because that, that is not Under Armour's logo. That is not the Under <laughs> Armour logo. Uh, did we cancel Under Armour? I, I, don't <clears throat> I was unaware of that. I did not know we canceled Under Armour. I did not know that. This is this is news to me, my guy. This is news to me, indeed. This is indeed news to me. <clears throat> Anyways, guys, do y'all remember, by the way, and I guess this wasn't that long ago, do y'all remember the days when it was like a slow day like today and, and, and instead of doing TDC like this, we, we, would, we would stream NCAA football and take questions? Do y'all, recall? Do y'all remember that? What a, what a time that was. What a time. What a freaking time. Um, yeah, Darrell Wall
3: Jr. again. I'm I'm really excited for this ball club, man. I'm really excited. Really excited. How
1: about uh, who dropped this? Chris Lowe dropped his way too early 2023 All-America team. Kai Kroger listed as the punter. How about that? How about that? <clears throat> He says, one of the big mysteries last season was how Kai Kroger wasn't even a finalist for the Ray Guy Award as the top punter in the country. Some in and around South Connors program thought he was a strong candidate for team MVP. Kroger averaged 46.1 yards per punt, had 29 punts down inside the 20-yard line, four inside the 10 in a 31-30 win over Clemson. He's also a threat to throw the ball, was four for four, including two touchdowns as a trick play passer. So, Love to see Kai getting some love, man. He, he deserves it. The Ray Guy Awards that just that's just that's
3: bonkers, dude.
1: Whoever whoever's doing that that's that's bonkers. Michael Sullivan, bring it back. Me and the fellas during COVID would bet on the outcome of sim games. Michael, that's incredible. That, my friend, is incredible. I that I love that. I love that. I love that for sure. <laughs> uh, let's see. Which MLB the Show is out right now? Is it MLB the Show 22 or is it
3: 23? Huh. Dude, I would I would love to
1: I would love to do like a season simulation thing on MLB the show. I would love to. Anybody, we got it. We got any MLB the show people in here? I'd love to, man. I call me a nerd, whatever you want. It's so you know I've told you guys this. It's so funny. I've seen people on social media, which slap dick, so who cares? But I've seen people like hate on the the video game content we do. And I'm like, dude you and I'm like, dude you, and I'm like, dude you and I'm like, dude you, and I'm like, dude you and I'm like, dude, you and I'm like, dude you, and I'm like, dude, you, and I'm like, dude you, and I'm like, dude, you and I'm like, dude, you and I'm like,
3: Okay, the slapdick hackers, I guess, heard me talking about them, and
1: they heard me talking about them, and, uh, yeah, anyways. No, I, what I was going to say, though, I mean, you you have to just hate fun to not like the video game content. It's just fun. It's just fun, you know? Yeah, Jeff Gullidge. I, I heard about uh, Kirby Smart getting contacted by the coach. There, there's no way he leaves Georgia. There's none. And Georgia, Georgia would pay him whatever he wanted.
3: You know, bro. Y'all, y'all ought to see this. This DM, by the way, I got on Instagram. I, I woke up.
1: I woke up to a DM on Instagram from this Clemson fan. And at 3.45, this this, this random kid, 3.45 a.m., he dm me.
3: And I'm going to put this in the Big Cock Club Discord so folks can see this. Let me actually include his name in here so people get an idea. Let's see. A, a Clem Sucks fan who was
1: very upset uh, DM me and I woke up to this. Just this random kid, though. He says, at 3.45 a.m., you're a coward for real. Chris Phillips, more like Chris D's nuts. Respond, Chris. These are all separate messages. You're scared. Born and raised a Clemson fan, or Clemson fan, he said. You suck. I bleed orange and purple. Go Tigers.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> then he says, "Get a load of this slap dick on Instagram DMs at 4:05 a.m." I think he was talking about himself because I was obviously asleep. Then he just says, "Nice, buddy." All of those separate messages at like four in the morning. I thought about tweeting it, man, but I'm like, why I, Why even, like, bring attention to it at, to that level? Why even bring attention to it? Um, I don't know. Pretty hilarious, though, honestly. Pretty hilarious. It's people, I, I just, that's not the first time that, dude, I I have gotten DM'd, like, some wild stuff over the years, man. Some wild stuff. Yeah, kid Kid was definitely hammered. There's no question. Kid was hammered. No doubt, no doubt. He was, he was, he was, he was shit hammered, man. He was shit hammered, no doubt. Yep, no doubt. But yeah, it, it it would appear Clem sucks. Fans are are taking the loss really, really well. I mean, bro, I haven't for those who for those who are on Instagram. You know who I'm talking about. But I haven't heard from Charles loves Jessica or or Charles Morton or whatever. I haven't heard from them since the game ended. Like there are, bro. There, it, like it's hilarious. It's hilarious. There are a lot of Clem sucks people out there that lived, lived in my comments and in my mentions and everything. Lived in them when they were winning, bro. I haven't heard a peep. I haven't heard a peep. Out of some of these Clem Sucks folks since South gonna beat them. bro, I mean, there, there's some of them. They are broken. Their spirit, their entire existence revolved around Clem Sucks beating South Carolina in football. And now that it hasn't happened, poof, just disappear. Just disappear. Their entire existence is a sham now. It's quite funny, I will say. It's 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 actually high key hilarious. Fair weather ass fans. Fair weather ass fans in the upstate. It's a shame, but you love to see it. Uh, anyways, guys, let's go ahead and jump
3: into the break. On the side, I want to continue to hear from you more. Of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow.
1: All right, guys, we're back taking your questions, comments, calls. 843 790 3377. That is 843 790 3377 here on this Friday, January the 20th. Appreciate you guys, man. Another successful week in the books. Uh, thank y'all so much for, again, the continued love, support uh, on the merchandise side of the business, the podcast, the live show, social media. Uh, really excited for what's upcoming, too, by the way. You know, we're kicking off 2023. Uh, staying hot, carrying the momentum over from 2022 into this calendar year. And, of course, we've got uh, some big events upcoming and different things we're doing and stuff like that. So, really appreciate y'all, man. I'm just excited to to really, really get it rolling, right? I mean, we're rolling right now, but I feel like we're kind of using the month of January to gear up, right? <clears throat> to sort of gear up and, and really get things moving. So, um, Brandon Wagner says, usually people drunk text ex-girlfriends, not T-S-U-S. Brandon, you'd be, you would, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, you, you'd you be stunned at some of the shit I've gotten. I mean, especially after games, oh, my God. And I got to be honest, not even from just all, like, sucks people. I'm talking from Gamecocks. I mean, they, listen, there are, listen, there are, and y'all know this. Y'all know this. There are some Gamecock people. It's one thing to dislike our content, right? It's one thing to not be, a fan of my style. That's fine. Not everybody should like it, right? It's like I've told you guys. For some to love it, others must hate it, right? But there's that, right? There's that. There are some people that, like, literally probably would find joy in me, like, getting hit by a car. Like, I, I, I'm i not even trying to over-exaggerate. There are some people out there that, it, it 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 like fiercely irritates them that we exist. You know what I mean? And like for those people again, or I pray for those people that like that anybody could have that level of disdain and discontent and I, I mean just I and, like I feel like and I'm speaking primarily on the Carolina Slapnic community, like I feel like I'm doing them a favor when I block them because it's like if my content, what I do brings you this much animosity in your life like you don't need to be seeing what i do because it's obviously a, a negative in your existence so pray for them people man it's it's wild it's wild it's crazy that somebody talking sports could rouse somebody up to that level like like to, to bring that level of hatred out you feel for people like that man uh, anyways, Madison says, I want to say, I listened to the 107.5, the game radio talk show defining finding your social media 12 to two show. I haven't turned the radio on in a while. You keep it real that the people lead the way. This is my formal thank you for doing what you do a big fan. I like, I look forward to your bright future, Madison. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that's why I've said before, Madison, and I'll say it again, that, you know, the, the podcast and the live show are two separate things, right? And the reason I do that again is because this show, like you said, Madison, this show truly is for the people. Like, if this was just me rambling, I wouldn't do it, right? I wouldn't do it because I can ramble on the podcast. This is about the people, the comments, the calls, right? Like, that that's what it's about. So, you, you guys really control this show. If you want it to go a certain direction, you want to talk about a certain topic, if there's something that is happening in, in Gamecock Nation or whatever that you want addressed, hasn't been addressed, what have you, we can talk about anything. We can talk about on-field. We can talk about off-field. We can talk about social media. We can talk about anything. We can talk about business, whatever you want. So that that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. So I appreciate y'all because without y'all, truly, truly without y'all, TDC wouldn't wouldn't exist, wouldn't exist. Um, you know, I, it, it would not exist. It would not exist. So um, I appreciate y'all sincerely, man. Yeah, Bruin Nation says so some of that GameCock Twitter's obsessed. Yeah, I mean it's it's to the point, Bruin Nation, where there's certain people on social media that if you associate with them and you interact with them and you go back and forth with them. And and I'm, you know, I I you can listen, you can support whoever you want, right? But there's a certain which I you probably know Bruin Nation because you're very active. You know who I'm talking about. But if you associate with a certain group of folks that like, again, there's it's one thing to just dislike my content say my takes are dog shit, but when you start attacking my character and attacking me personally and uh, attacking my livelihood and things of that nature uh, and, and you spew some of the bullshit you see on social media, I, I'm, I just, if you if you associate with those people, uh, you're guilty by association. I'm going to block you. That's the bottom line. You, you're part of the Carolina Slapdick community by association. You are. You are. So, is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I have no... Bruin Nation, I just have no time for foolishness. You know what I mean? Like, again, I used to entertain it. I used to say, well, you know, as long as people are talking about me, that's all I really want. But I'm not at that point where, like, I I, I need that. I don't need that. Like, I I don't need that. I don't need that headache. I don't need to see it. I don't need to entertain it. I don't need to give these people easy access to my work and to my content and to my commentary. I, I don't need to do that, you know? And it's again, it's 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 what three hundred or so folks. I've talked about this before. It's not that many people that I have blocked, but like, and again, I don't just block everybody that disagrees with me. I don't do that. But who do I block? I block the people that spew lies on social media and spew bullshit and throw personal attacks and just shit where there's really no place for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, where there's just truly no place for it. So, you know, uh, I I I I run towards banter I run towards constructive banter I run towards debate but there's certain things I I just I have no patience for I don't tolerate and um so yeah so I I just block it out of my existence as best I can so I mean it's it's you know and that's how we rock and that's how we operate and so you know and I I think it's working very effectively well I mean my my whole point was it was I I don't know exactly I think it was uh over the football season when I finally just said um you know, it, it was finally, you know, when that Dak Joiner tweet thing happened, it was finally when I said, okay, I I, I need to, you know, like the, the cancel culture people, the cancelers, if you will, the Carolina Slapdick community. It's like, I, I'm going to go ahead and just start blocking people that have no business having easy access to my content. Um, and my, my, my goal and my initiative there was, I was like, I'm going to prove that not only are we going to grow, we're going to grow at an even faster clip when I don't have this nonsense filling my mentions and and flooding our feed, what have you. And, I mean, we've done that, bro. Like, like the growth we experienced in 2022 was massive. I mean, when you think about it, dude, at this point last year, we were sitting at, like, 18,000 followers on Twitter. Now we're at 34,000. Like, we almost doubled. We almost doubled in size in a year, right? So... Bruin Nation says, I support you 100% and love your opinions. And that's what's so interesting because I know Bruin Nation. I know you're you're right in the thick of it. Uh, he says, 99.9% of what you say is what 99% of them are scared to say but want to say it. I, I don't know, man. I mean, listen, I, I'm not I'm not going to sit here. I mean, I, I, I said it when the Dak Joiner thing happened, and I'll say it again. You know, I, I give hundreds if not thousands of takes, right? And when you live boldly and, and, and you give takes that, You're not, they're not your cookie cutter sunshine pumper takes. Um, I'd say 99% of my takes land, but there's going to be that 1% that just don't. It's, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. Right. And, you know, you learn hard lessons along the way. You, you learn that, you learn that you have to be very careful with what you say, the way you phrase things, because people who tune into my content on a day in, day out basis, right. They understood what I was saying about Dak Joyner because we've had the conversations about Dak hundreds of times, right? But for people that don't tune in, that don't have context, that don't understand where we're coming from, when you see something in 140 characters, you can literally spin it and run with it and create whatever narrative you want. And so that's the dangerous side of social media. But I'll never be someone that says, damn, social media to hell with so, because I, dude, Social media has given me an opportunity to literally start at zero and build a business all because of social media and being able to grow a platform on social media, right? Like, so, I mean, I I, I love social media for that reason. I, I love Twitter. I love Instagram, love Facebook, love the opportunities that it provides, right? I mean, imagine, th- just think with this perspective, guys. Imagine starting a business back before smartphones. Imagine starting a business like in the 90s when, when, when you had pay phones and like you had to advertise in the yellow pages and like word of mouth and like you really had to put work in the internet changed everything, right? Like we are so fortunate, you know, we're so fortunate. So I, I I'm extremely grateful for that side of things. And, um, it can certainly get crazy. I mean, Twitter, Twitter, there, it, you know, at times it can be a cesspool, no doubt, but I, I think the positives outweigh the negatives greatly, truly. So, um, yeah, I and mean, people people have been trying to cancel me, big wash since since I started practically, and you know it hadn't worked yet. So, and I'm and I'm you know I'm not I'm not antagonizing the I, like, and that's something I, I don't go out of my way to antagonize the Carolina slap bit community, like. Um, but you know, we continue to thrive and grow and focus on the things we can control, which is making great content and uh, you know providing value to you all, pushing out as much value as possible in the universe. And I'd, I'd say things are going pretty well for us. So. Um, I'm extremely blessed and grateful. And and that, that and that's the key, right? That's the key. When you're on the pursuit and the path, inevitably, success draws that, that backlash to a degree, that feedback, especially when you're making waves and you're going against the grain. Like, I've always, I've always, from the jump, I've always had the mindset of not everybody's supposed to like it. I, I think that's where a lot of people get confused, right? They think, they think that, Everybody should like what I do. It's a bad sign if everybody doesn't like. No, it's a bad sign if everyone does like what you do. It is. It is. Because if, you, if you're if you being genuine and honest and bold, like, you should have some opinions. You should be doing some things that create a stir on both sides. The worst thing you can be is boring. And guess what? Somebody who is agreeable, whether it's fair or unfair, whether you like it or not, somebody who's agreeable all the time, and just has these boring bland you know just just agreeable takes they're boring they're boring if you're a sunshine pumper you're boring you are you're boring nobody's listening to your show nobody's listening to your content nobody's tuned into your content you're boring it's not about being it's not about being uh, someone who's liked by everyone it's about being engaging entertaining I I believe, and I believe, I just believe since the jump, people want to be challenged, right? People want to be challenged. They do. It's it's why people like Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp and Colin Cowherd, it's it's why those people do so well. Dude, Stephen A. Smith, you can think they're trolls and clickbaity and shot. Stephen A. Smith is filthy rich. Those guys are rich. They're filthy rich. Those shows do incredible those shows do incredible so and I'm not saying that's what I want to be I, I don't think I would like to think you guys know uh, for my content like I'm not out here giving this crazy outlandish shot jockey type takes but I give takes that are challenging and I try to and I like to see things from both sides and it's it, it's it's why it's why I gravitate towards having someone like a Mark Ryan on the show Because Mark Ryan, you can say whatever you want about the guy. You can think he's a troll. You can think he's a Clemson fan. You can think he hates Carolina. You can think he's this. You can think he's that. He's entertaining. Mark Ryan is entertaining. Bottom line, point blank, end of story. He's an electric factory. When it comes to content, he's not just going to come on and give me the same old BS about, you know, exactly what I want to hear and, Mark is going to, he marches to the beat of his own drum. And that, my friends, I respect probably more than anything. Sticks to his guns. Marches to the beat of his own drum, whether you like it or not. So, and I like that. I run to that. I gravitate towards that. I mean, guys, if you want to know how my brain works in a crazy way, we hired Shane Beamer in December of 2020, right? And, of course, all throughout the 2021 calendar year, we're bringing on people, personalities, former players, whatever, that are like, talking about the hire. We were talking about the hire and this is a great hire. everybody had amazing things to say about the hiring and why it was a perfect fit and I loved hearing that. But the way my brain works, I was almost, you know, I was sitting there I was like I'd love to find someone who didn't think it was a good hire and hear their perspective why. Not because I agree with them, but I I just like to hear differing perspectives. Maybe I'll learn something or think about something in a different way than I thought of before. You know what I mean? Like I, I run towards that. I like that. The beauty—that's why I say the beauty is in the banter. And so it's—I guess it's why you know I'm wired to do what I do. I don't get uncomfortable with the banter. I love it. I love it. I gravitate towards it. There's some folks, they they clam up and they become very uncomfortable when they when they face banter, right? Anyways, uh, so. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marion, the, the the Dak Joiner thing was pfft, wild. That that was a wild. I mean, dude, if you want to know how crazy it was, bro, you had people from Gamecock Twitter calling up my sponsors, right, my business partners, calling up Palmetto or not 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 Palmetto at that time. Uh calling up Todd and Moore, calling up Rival, like I mean, dude, people were actively actively trying to get TSUS wiped off the face of the earth you know what I mean so uh that was a wild time that was a wild time but you know we're moving forward we're pushing forward in 2023 but it's unfortunately it's one of those things it's crazy you know and and it's and it's I, I have learned I have learned it's about it's about uh when not if it's just inevitable you know if you again if you you know, you stick to your guns and you live boldly and you, and you make takes and it's just, it's going to happen, man. There's going to be takes people just do not agree with, but that's 1% of takes. You can't completely, you can't completely change yourself up, right? You can't, you can't say you, you can't change your style because of 1%. It's why I've never understood, you know, I've seen, we've all seen it right on Twitter before, like a company, a business will do something and they'll receive backlash. Here's the funny thing guys. Like backlash on Twitter is is so it is it is so minuscule in the grand scheme of things. It really is when you think about it. Cuz I think what happens is this. People are not used to, right? It, we're not wired as humans to see negative comments about ourselves, right? Like like, you post a picture on your own personal Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Let's just say you do. Let's say you get 100 comments, right? 99 of those comments are positive. Let's say you get one negative comment. You're ugly. You're fat. You're stupid. Whatever the comment is. Our human nature is positive comments disappear, right? They disappear in a flash. They pro- we process them very quickly. Negative comments linger. We hang on to them. So what happens is this. Even though the positive outweighed the negative, our brain is wired to focus on the negative and amplify the negative. So what happens is this. We have 34,000 followers on social media. You go across the board. I'm not going to, you guys know them. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, we out here. You know, thousands of people listening to the podcast, live show. We're out here. We're doing big shit. People rock with TSUS. But you got 300 slapdicks or 400, however many the number is. It's a minuscule number that are the mob. They carry on a slapdick community. And because people aren't used to even seeing one negative comment, right? One, right? And our brains are wired as human beings to focus on that one negative comment. So when you're seeing 300, that's when people say, well, the entire fan base Hates this person. God, there's so many. When it's like 300 out of 34,000. 400, 500 out of 34,000 just on Twitter alone. Do that math. Those percentages, I can live with 1% not liking me. I can. It doesn't bother me. It really doesn't. If you do the math, it's actually kind of laughable. It's comical. It's comical that we we give it so much credence right cuz the the numbers the numbers prove how minuscule it is so it, it's it's you know I, it's it's one of those things that's why i'm able to keep it moving keep rocking because i understand how how minuscule it is in in the grand scheme of things and you have to be able to if you're going to be a content creator worth this snuff if you if you're going to build a platform if you're going to have the the opinions and the takes and you're going to be bold and you're going to move boldly by the way and you're going to take bold action um, you've got to be willing to push through. You, you have to, because most people cave. That's what happens. Most people cave. They get some negative feedback. They get, they get the kind of slapdick community comes out of, they cave, they disappear. They disappear, right? You've got to be able to understand and realize this does not define me. This is indicative of them, not I, right? Take nothing personally. This is indicative of them, not I. I'm continuing on the path. I'm continuing moving forward. I'm continuing to the moon. These people, they're minuscule. They don't matter. Stay focused. Tunnel vision, right? We continue our ascent. So that that, that that's the way you got to move. That's the way you got to operate. And that goes in any walk of life. That goes in any walk of life.
3: So, anyways. Anyways. Um... Let's see.
1: Austin Gregory, aside from Zaxby's being better than Chick-fil-A. In hindsight, what's the worst take you believe you've made? Great question, Austin. What's the worst take I've ever made? Well, I, Austin, probably the most notable worst take is that Tennessee was going to bend us over and do whatever they wanted to do with us for 60 minutes. That, that, that one probably is the most notable bad one. Um, outside of that... Picking us to go to the Super Regionals last year was was pretty rough, honestly. Um, I mean, I've I've missed on plenty of games, dude. That's I, I've 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 missed on play. <laughs> Listen, when you predict every game, you're you're likely to miss. You're likely to miss. So I've 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 missed. I've missed. I've missed many times. I've missed. Yeah, absolutely. I've missed many times. Rebecca, appreciate you tuning in. What's going on? Yeah, the, the Tennessee game, that was a fun one, though, because obviously I wanted to be wrong, right? And I just said, to to, to Bruin Nation's point, I just said what 99.9% of people were thinking, that we were going to get killed, right? Everybody thought we were going to get killed. Nobody, nobody, nobody thought we were going to win. So, you know, I was just happy to be wrong, my man, personally.
3: I was happy to be wrong, so.
1: No, Brandon, well, I'm not even on, let's not even,
3: yeah. Let's see.
1: Mm -mm. Rebecca, you're still on quarantine. My goodness, Rebecca. We're praying for you. We're praying for you. We're keeping you in our thoughts, Rebecca. Hate that. I hate that for you. Rebecca's got COVID, y'all. She got the vid. Did Keith give it to you, Rebecca? Did Keith give you give you the vid? Did he give did he, did he give you COVID? If so, shame on him. Shame on him. If he, hey, I'll tell you this though: if he's not willing to come hang out with you and catch the vid, he ain't the one. Oh, that's right. Dale's the man. My bad. Shit, I forgot. Dale, I, I I can't keep up with your men. I can't keep up with your men, Rebecca. You got a whole roster. You got the you got a roster. Rebecca's got a roster I'm in. I I know, I know for a fact
3: that this kid, I know for a fact, so apparently
1: the kid who DM'd me The kid that DM me, if this is the same guy, he is committed to play baseball at Clemson. That is hysterical. If that's actually the case, that's hysterical. The kid that DM me act like a fool that that is hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious,
3: my friends. Wow, that's funny. That's really funny. (laughs) Uh,
1: Let's see. Dale did not give it to me, she says. Okay, we we need a confirmation. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, apparently this kid, Cal Herndon. Cal Herndon.
3: That's hilarious. That's actually very funny. I mean... That's that's very funny. Yeah. I mean, his. if you go to his
1: Twitter, because somebody tagged him, it says he tweeted February the 22nd, 2021, beyond grateful to be able to have this opportunity, committed 110%. And it's Clemson. Yeah. That is, yeah, right-handed pitcher Cal Herndon of Lexington is committed to Clemson. Wow. What a time. Holy shit. King King Slapdick, bro. King Slapdick headed to Clemson baseball. That is hysterical. Is he on their roster? Stop, dude. Stop. Come on. No way. No way. Uh, He's a recruit. It says, he, it says class of 2021, but then it says committed. But he's not on their roster. But he's
3: not on their roster. So I don't I don't know. He must be super, super mad. I don't know.
1: Hmm. Interesting. All right, guys, we're gonna jump into one final break on the
3: other side. I want to continue to hear from you. More of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in. To the Daily
1: Crow. We guys are back. Final ten minutes or so here in the Daily Crow, taking your questions, your comments, your calls eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Greg Bedinger asks prediction for tomorrow's game. Uh, pain, lots of pain. Greg, lots of pain. Gavin, I'm not a big UFC guy. I, I don't keep up with it. Nah, I'm, I'm not a. Not a big fighting guy. I mean, like, like would I would I go to a buddy's and, like, watch a fight if there was a big fight? You know, sure. I remember when I lived in Charlotte and we went to, we went uptown and watched a couple of the Conor McGregor fights and stuff like that. But, no, nah, it's, it's I don't make it a point or anything. I don't make it a point to watch, to watch the games. Uh, Let's see. I don't think I've been to Tsunami, Brandon. Or, excuse me, Chase. I don't think I've been. Luke R.J. says, Chris, how far do you think you could throw a football? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I could throw it over the mountains there. I could throw it over the mountains there. Austin Gregory says 71-39. to 39. Auburn. Jesus Christ. I think I said something like 82-58. to 58, But, again, I, I literally – I gave the
3: prediction on the pod yesterday and I already forgot what it is. So, I'll, I'll get that uh, – Yeah, I'll get that get that figured out, we'll get the graphic up, stuff like that. So
1: How would you guys feel about a uh, TSUS golf tournament? Like a charity golf tournament or just a golf tournament in general? How would y'all feel about that? I'm curious. How how would y'all feel about that? Maybe something in late April? Maybe something in May, something like that? I think June would also make a lot of sense, too, because things slow down. Um, That's something I've always wanted to do, a TSUS golf tournament. I don't know where it would be, Madison. I mean, Columbia would make a lot of sense because it's in the middle of the state. I think that would make a ton of sense. Um, But why not do a low country, Columbia, and upstate? Why why not do it, you know? Why not do it? Jesse Jacobs I, I couldn't even make I mean what what's the game of the weekend right is Buffalo and, and Cincinnati I think that's obviously the game of the weekend um Travi have a great weekend my guy appreciate you tuning in thank you thank you thank you so much I, I, guys, again, I want to say I really do appreciate y'all, man. I want to say thank y'all so much, uh, truly. Uh, there, you know, there's, there's, you know, you guys could be doing anything. Truly, I mean, you could just be doing anything, right? Um, and, and when you really take a moment to stop and to think about, you know, the, 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 the journey, right? The journey. Uh, six years ago this month, we started up things. I, I started creating. Creating content around the Gamecocks in any capacity, right? And and to think we went from that to where we are now is is. It's just a blessing, man. It's it's remarkable. It's it's remarkable. And you know, people ask me about it a lot, and they ask me about future plans, five year plan. What's your what's your quote unquote end goal? Right? That's one of my the, the, my one of my favorite questions, and that's such an interesting question because it's like, why? why I mean an end. Like I, I don't even think about it that way. What's the end goal? There's no end, man. There's no end in sight. Like, you know, I I know that it's it's common and I understand it right in like the corporate circles and um, you know, I guess the normal path is, you know, you work your entire life till you get to about sixty five and then you can retire and, and and do whatever or do nothing or whatever you want. Bro, I I I view myself as actively retired, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I just, like, there, 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 are, there are different ways to be quote-unquote retired, which what, let's define that. What is retired? That's just doing whatever you want to do. Um, one of them is, again, work long enough to save up enough to where you have more income than you need, right? You have enough income to cover all of your expenses, your leisures, everything throughout the rest of your life. That's, that's one way to retire. That's the tr- traditional way to retire. The other way is to build a business, sell it, right? Like, have that money. But basically, have enough money to where you cover your expenses, you cover your life, you cover leisure, you cover everything. Or the other way to retire, you can be actively retired, which is you're waking up and you're doing what you want to do, right? You're, you're, You're doing what you like to do. That's not work at that point. That's play. My work is play. That's how I view myself actively retired. I, I really do. Um, cause I, I just, I have not at one point woken up doing what I do and been like, Oh, I got to do it today. You know, like, we, we, we got to do the daily crow, man. We, we got to talk sports. We got to do the podcast. Now, now I'm a human being, right? There, there's some days you're a little bit more fired up than others. There's some days that, you know, I mean, it just happens, right? Days happen, but that's why it is so important in my opinion to, to lead with perspective and gratitude, but I, I just, I'm not, I'm not wired as someone where I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to ever do nothing. You know, I forever want to be doing things that fuel me and inspire me and, and uh, you know, give me the opportunity to, to utilize my strengths and my passions and my gifts and be able to give back and give back to people and inject value in the universe, you know? And that's just how I'm wired. Listen, there's some people that they want to do nothing and they're happy doing nothing and God bless you. That's more power to you. That's how you're wired. That's how I'm wired is different though. And so, I mean, I, I just, you know, I I can't say thank y'all enough. I mean, from starting it back in Charlotte, you know, working in the corporate world, you know, I used to joke with people, but it was sincere that I did what I had to do nine to five and what I like to do the rest of the time. And, um, you know, to go from that to, you know, making it in the early days, full time as an entrepreneur, right, just kind of learning how to do things and learning how to operate and then enduring 2020, enduring COVID, uh, the uncertainty of maybe not being able to do it anymore. To be able to being able to push through that to, you know, the the growth and 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 building and evolving, the way the business has grown and evolved, and the way that I've grown and evolved as a human being and an entrepreneur, it's it's you know, what we're doing is special. And so again, when I get asked those questions, what's the end goal? What's the five-year plan? This, you know, those things are important, right? To have a plan, to have micro goals, macro goals, to, to look ahead in the future. But the future doesn't exist yet. These are things that have not happened. The past is done, right? All you got is the present moment, man. And I just, I, I just, as much as I like to goal set and to to speculate or to 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 envision, to manifest, and I do those things, you know, when, when it comes to looking down the road, man, I'm 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 enjoying every step of the way, man. I'm enjoying what we're doing right now because I think what we're doing right now, and I know what we're doing right now is special. It's it's really special and uh, I savor every moment. These are the good old days, you know. Don't, don't miss the good old days while you're in them. These are the good old days, man. These are the good old days. I tell people all the time, this part of business, this is the fun part. This is the fun part, man. We're, we're having a blast. I mean, you know, with the content, with the shows, with the merch, with everything, the events, with everything we're doing, It's it, this is really, truly the fun part. And I'm having a blast, man. I'm having a blast. So, that being said, guys, we've hit 2 o'clock. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so, so much. Um, you know, big basketball game tomorrow, you know, we'll all be tuned in, follow along, Um, counting down the days to opening day, check out the podcast that dropped yesterday. If you missed anything on TDC today, of course, we'll drop via our podcast feed, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google podcasts. And uh, again, just stay tuned to all the content, content bleeding out the eyeballs and also stay tuned to the merch, t-s-u-s dot store. I'll probably be chilling at the crib tonight, working on some new merch, cooking up some things. So, Truly appreciate y'all. Guys, appreciate y'all tuning in. Have a great weekend. Go Cox! Let's upset Auburn tomorrow. And we will talk to you all on Monday.
2: I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast.